These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some L's, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know. And I know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. The Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm your host, Ed, and as always, journey with me as we pursue greatness in a world full of chaos. I hope your week was not chaotic. I hope that you are thriving, doing well chasing after what it is that you said you were going to chase after. Um, we're almost done with January, which is crazy because February is a big month for me. It's a big, big birthday month. So I'm just trying to be thankful for, for all that and reflect and, uh, you know, just trying to make it day by day. I was sick earlier this week because it was eight degrees and it was 40, then it was six, then it was 20, then it was 30. So my body didn't my body was not happy, but we're better now. So things are looking good. Uh, but I hope you're doing okay. And I hope that you got a chance to check us out last week. And if you're returning, welcome back. Thank you so much for always supporting the, the podcast. If you're new here, it's a simple concept. We try to pursue greatness in a world full of chaos. We try to not be anxious about anything. We try not to worry. We try not to have self-doubt. We try not to be negative to ourselves. Um, understanding that there's so much going on in this world. We're trying to do our best to stay positive. So the goal is simple. We want to do our best in a world full of chaos. Hopefully you can trudge along and no matter what it is, trying to wear you down to stay positive through everything so you can make it to your goal. So with all that being said, uh, a couple of housekeeping items. Of course, I want to say shout out to all the new followers over on TikTok. Thank you so much for showing love, the comments, the likes, the favorites. The follows, all that, I really, really appreciate it. Um, Instagram, well, y'all don't really be following me over there, but that's okay. Shout out to all y'all that, that see me on Instagram. Spread the word to somebody, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, you're trying to figure out where this podcast is, what we're doing, where we're at. A couple things I need y'all to do. First thing I need you to do is go ahead and get on YouTube, right? To see the visual, you're going to want to go ahead and look up overthinking thoughts pod you're gonna see the logo and then you're gonna click subscribe so that way you can see all the visuals of, of what's going on which is really just me talking to you but if you need that one-on-one you feel what i'm saying then you want the, the quick clips you're trying to get involved on the socials i need you to go ahead and go over to instagram and follow me at overthinking thoughts pod and then i also need you to go over on tiktok and follow me at Overthinking Thoughts Pod. So that way you can see the different videos. Sometimes I try to do like, instead of clips from the podcast, I try to just like do my own thing and start working on it. I just got those little like microphone things. So we gonna see how that works. But you know, we excited, it's cool, it's all brand new stuff and um, that's that. So um, also be crazy if I didn't mention this, we're over on Spotify. We're also on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts pretty much anywhere where we're streaming i didn't realize that my stuff was at other places but if you're getting it you're getting it so that's cool um so thank you so anyway you support i truly truly appreciate it so with all that being said let's get into this week's episode this is episode 65 and i think i want to focus on us and how we really i'm just going to tell you the title get busy living start living I think, and I'm guilty of this, when you're on social media, when you're on different outlets, when you are 
seeing different things and allowing other outside sources to kind of influence what you think it can become a lonely place when i first had my panic attack like first time i ever had one um i was in the process of worrying about am i doing enough for my kids am i doing enough for my family do i have enough money is the job i'm working good am i following god am i doing all these different things and i thought about that the whole day and i was just so worried to the point where i laid down i think i didn't go to sleep till like two o'clock that night and all these emotions started to rush and it became so uncontrollable that I started to panic. And I realized that like, there's so much that I can't control. And it can be scary in this world, especially like when you lose somebody close to you, whether it was unexpected or tragic accident, you know what I mean? Like those things happen. I was watching something that I feel like the devil tried to harm, but God intended for good because it brought me this message. And so, I was watching a sermon from Philip Anthony Mitchell from 2819 Church, and he was talking about how, like, you can see signs that God is preparing us for the rapture and end times and different things that are going on in the world and how, you know, here in America, how we're reacting to certain things, how stuff's going on. And he was telling people, you know, to turn and repent before it's too late, which obviously is a good message because that's something you want to do. In the same breath, I remember scrolling on TikTok and I saw this woman who, I think her life expectancy is three to five years. And that was the first part that I heard. I also saw another video of a newscaster. I um, can't remember his name, but I know like it was an older video. This man is he's passed and I believe he's gone on to heaven based on what he said. But he was talking about how he had brain cancer and they told him he only had 46 months to live. And what both of these individuals expressed that in this moment, cause like, usually I would hear things surface level and be like, oh my God, like, what would I do? What would I do and start to worry, right? The young woman who was talking said that she was going to do her best to spend each day living it to the fullest. Even though there's a limitation on what's going on, she knows she's gonna be okay. And she had her trust, she had her faith, and she said she was gonna walk in that. The man who had brain cancer, I think, was even more faithful because it came like not saying that it was a contest, but just listen to how he was talking because it came back a second time. This time, the doctors basically told him it was too much, like no matter how much they did, the operation wouldn't be successful. And he only had four to six months to live. And he said, instead of dwelling on how much time I have left, I'm just going to live and enjoy the time that I do have. He's like, I'm a faithful man. I know that God's with me. I know I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to live my life to the fullest until it's my time to go and trust that God's going to prepare me for this situation. And I just thought that that was the most ultimate showing of faith to know that, all right, this is it. This is all you got. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do the best that I can. When in reality, we we don't really know how much we have. But the one thing I gained from all of that was like, live. There's so many of us that are alive right now, but we're dead inside because we're killing our dreams. We're killing our visions. We're killing our ideas and we're not allowing ourselves to fully grow. We're holding ourselves back based on things that maybe we did in the past, or maybe we're not confident, or maybe we feel like it's not meant for us. And all we're doing is burying that dream deeper and deeper into the ground. But if you're gonna bury your dream, don't suffocate it, plant it and water it so it can grow into something beautiful.
I think we we keep putting ourselves in this position of like, I'm, I'm not going to be this, I'm not going to be that. And it halts our progress of actually living our life to the fullest, which is what God intended us to do. So we can't worry about what we don't have or our, what time we don't have or this, that, and the third. Man, we just got to live and live to the best of our ability each day we get. See, we, we're so fixated on beginning and end and times and instant gratifications and quick satisfaction and I gotta have this and I gotta have that, that the idea of working for something, not knowing how much time you have left seems fathomable for most people because they're like, well, how can I do that if I don't know how much time? It it can, clearly reminds me of, and I, I know I've said this before, but R.A. Vernon, who is the pastor at the Word Church in Cleveland, um, I said this when that, there was a man that walked on stage, he had brain cancer and he told him he was scared and he said listen i don't know what god's plan is for you but this is what i'm going to tell you don't worry about dying worry about living like be grateful for these days that you have and i think we have to change our view on how we see certain things because each day like there's something new that happens and some days are better than others there's some days where you're on top of the world there's other days where you're going to experience disappointment or loss or maybe you fail at something but how do you change that narrative into something positive like, how do you look at something that didn't go your way and still find a way to make it work? It's all in your mindset. It's all in how you believe in yourself. I'm not saying every day is going to be 100% positivity. I'm not saying that. And I know that as humans, we're not always going to see it that way. But what we can do is at least try. We can at least put forth the effort to try to see the good in every day that we have. We can at least try to see our best efforts how we may have helped somebody, how we might have given an encouraging word, how we might have helped our kids realize that they're special in our eyes, how we might help our spouse in a situation. Like, I don't know, there's so many different things that we just glaze over because we keep looking at the major cloud, but we're not seeing that <clears throat> the rain that's coming down over us is really producing these beautiful rainbows in every little situation of life. We're so caught up in the end times. Cause I, I mean, like we hear it all the time. That ends coming. This, this could, this, there's this, there's that, and then people start panicking, and you get these doomsday preparers, and you got the milk and bread folks. Like when it's snow, like y'all always taking the milk and bread and the water. And for listen, side note, stop taking the good waters. I mean, I get it, but stop leaving that Dasani and Aquafina water. Nobody wants that. Like leave the good stuff. Y'all be taking 18 cases of water and y'all just be having it there. And then the snow melt like it is right now. And then y'all sitting up there with all this stuff, man. Calm down. Calm down. Leave yourself for the rest of us. <laughs> I digress. Um, But what I was saying <laughs> was like, you have all these different events and these different moments in time where certain things are, are going to happen. And we, and we just have to learn how to like roll with the punches and, and just try to live our best. I like I've had to tell myself that because I feel like I went through a life of worry. Like, you know, when I'm looking at my life from childhood up till now, there's some stuff I'm really proud of. And then there's some stuff that I'm like, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would have got better. Like, but I had to keep telling myself that no matter who I look at, no matter what status they have, no matter how high they are in life, everybody refers to something like they they're not perfect. Nobody is perfect and nobody's going to have the perfect life. There's people who have lots of money and wish that they were just regular people. There's obviously people who have are quote unquote regular people and they want to have this crazy life, not realizing that somebody sees value in them as who they are. 
So we don't need to chase other people's identities and other people's lives in order to live our life to the fullest. We just have to do our best with the life that has been given to us because whatever we have been given, it was meant for good. So we have to use it for good. We putting it in the box and putting it on the shelf and saying we don't want that because we don't think it's good. The audacity of us to slap God in the face like that. That's a gift that we didn't deserve that he gave to us anyway and then wanted you to go out and live it. Up to you to make the best out of it. Don't compare and don't put yourself in other people's shoes when the shoes that you were meant to wear fit you best. So use that. And not worry so much about all you know other people. Like <clears throat> there's one person in particular that I always tell you, you need to discover what your identity is. Because then once you do that, you can truly start to live. I feel like I didn't find my identity until way later in life. Um, and it took a lot of heartache and just self-healing because there were things I was trying to avoid and stuff that I was trying to like do, like trying to be other people and, and mimic what other people were doing and wondering why it was so difficult because it wasn't meant for me to be there. It wasn't meant for me to do somebody else's work. I got put on earth to do my work. I got put on earth to chase after my dreams chase after my goals be a vessel for the kingdom you know like that that reminds me when i was in high school i remember my freshman year of basketball right uh <laughs> we were we were on the freshman team and uh oh man this is funny to me you had to be there to see it but we're arguing after practice i mean we're going back and forth and coaches come in and i'm trying to make a point another player's trying to make a point and the coach looks dead at me and he goes, Ed, shut up. And I was like, what you yelling at me for? He yelling too. And his exact words were, you're the chosen vessel. And at the time, it was hilarious. Because it was just like, why would you say that? But then I thought, what if I am? What if you are? What are you chosen to do? What are you, what do you put on this earth for? What is your identity in Christ? And what are you supposed to be living out? And why are you not doing that? Is there fear? Are you afraid? Do you feel like maybe it's not me? Are you suffering from imposter syndrome? Are there things that you're putting in front of you? Are there things that you need to heal from? Only you know that, but put the work in so that way you can be the best person, be the best version of you. Don't, don't avoid, be accountable. And that's hard, but it will help you to start living better. It'll help you to <clears throat> put things away that you don't need, certain distractions you don't need people you don't need to hang with certain vices that you used to cope with that you don't need anymore we don't need to turn to these things in order to fully find who we are because all that does is provide temporary enjoyment but it'll give us permanent disappointment if we keep depending on it so we don't need that when there's so much more out there that we can go get so i've been sitting with this for a while because i used to be that guy that like worried all the time and there's moments where I catch myself. Um, I think the the younger me looks at the older me sometimes and gets upset because <clears throat> younger me needed the version of who I am now back then. Um, trying to navigate life and identifying things that I thought were right based off of what other people were saying and what other people were doing. Like that's hard because you can easily get lost in what other people are doing if you don't know who you truly are. 
Um, and I've talked to my, you know, my peeps about this, my parents like that divorce was tough for me, man. It was hard to watch two people that I love separate and then the world be different. And I felt like I had to grow up a lot quicker than what I needed to with my brothers and sisters because I was around them all the time. And I think what was happening was I didn't want them to experience what I felt. So I was trying to do so much more, but I was also trying to find self-fulfillment. And so, you know, turn into things that you don't need images drinking stuff like that you know what i'm saying like stuff that you don't need to do you just think that it helps you cope with it and there's people to this day 30 40 50 60 years old that are still doing that and i would tell you that i don't want you to go down that road and then you look up and go oh my god i wish i had more time like you have time right now and as hard as it may be to let go of the things that you think give you comfort just imagine what happens when you let go of those things that you know that are destroying you and you start chasing after something better and you start living in your purpose and you start finding your identity. And then once you do that, now you're able to grow into the true version of you and you're going to be able to help others who may have been looking to you as the resource. That's what we need. There was a, uh, what is that podcast? More purpose podcast. Those brothers are great by the way. And one of the things that they said was it was like somebody's blessing could be delayed because you're not fulfilling what you're supposed to do. So somebody else's life could be saved. And because you're not doing what God has called you to do, that person is suffering. And they're trying to figure out the breakthrough and you're the breakthrough person. You're the one that's supposed to make that connection to help them get to the next level. And you're not doing it. What are we waiting on? Let me put my coach, put my coaching hat on for a second. Here I am telling you the blueprint, and you're saying I don't want to go do it because of whatever. But then you'll be mad if somebody else steps into your position and takes your spot. And then you'll come to me and give me all the excuses as to why it didn't happen. And the same thing I tell, I'm gonna tell y'all, I tell this to my son, I've had to say it to myself. I don't want excuses, I want solutions. I want you to be able to solve the problem. I don't want you to have an excuse for why certain things didn't work. Find a solution. If it's not meant for you to be in that certain area, God will show you the other way to go. He will. He'll do it. You just have to trust. I've had to do that in jobs, relationships, my personal life. Like I told you, I'm like what I tell you on this podcast, like I'm not going to tell you anything that I, that I don't do. So I got to challenge myself to start living too because I don't always do that. I think I get caught up in worry, especially like, you know, I look at my kids and I'm just like, man, I wish I could be here forever and see them to go through everything. But I'm going to cherish the moments that I have. So that way they don't look back and go, dad was always worrying. Instead, they can look at me and go, dad was always there. Dad was always present. Dad was willing to listen. Yeah, he got on my nerves, but dad was always trying to teach me something. That's what I have. Leave a legacy. Not a loss. Leave a legacy. You know, I was, I was, <laughs> it was funny because my kids were getting ready for school today and uh, my youngest son got up at like 4.30 and just was all over the place. And my wife was like, I can't. Like, so she went in the other room, went to sleep. It took me forever to finally get him to go to bed. But then when he did, he was out cold, right? And then he just gets up and he's got the biggest smile on his face, like nothing happened. And it kind of brings us back down to earth because this is like, he's young. And he's trying to figure this thing out. Like he's still trying to experience life. 
and we know what's good for him but he's still brain is still developing and i'm just looking at him like man you'll get there i just have to make sure that with the time we have i'm doing my job to to make it work when my oldest son is a little different because he's on a different level you know he's getting ready to experience the, the preteen years soon and he's starting to see different changes and challenges that are coming his way. And I'm trying to get him to like get out of some of the old habits of not just sitting around waiting for things to happen. He's got to put in work in order for stuff to happen. And not everything is going to be handed to you. Not everybody's going to want to give you stuff and say, oh, you have this. Like you're going to have to put in some work, too. And I believe it's truly in him. I just need to get him to unlock it. And as a father, I don't always go the right way. I, I lose patience pretty quick. I get upset. But then I think. I have to still be present. So even in the midst of those situations, I'm still going to talk to him and let him know, bro, I'm your dad. I'm still going to be here for you. I might not like everything that you do, but I'm going to love you for who you are, regardless of the situation. And I'm still going to be here to help you through it. Some stuff I can't protect you from, some things you're going to have to go through in order for you to develop who you are. But I'm going to be here to still help you understand, comprehend, and apply the lesson. That's all I can give you. And I'm going to do my best to make sure it happens. Um, with all of that being said, though, you have all these different responsibilities that are out there, your job, your kids, your wife, businesses, whatever. But like at some point, you also have to take care of you and live your life to the fullest, like not always hold yourself prisoner. I think a lot of times we we hold ourselves in a mental prison. We We keep thinking we can't do certain things because of maybe past mistakes or certain things that we've done. It's not the key, though, like. Each situation you go through is going to provide you with a lesson. It's either going to give you the tools you need in order to be successful, or it's going to show you you're on the right path. And every situation you get, you have to apply it in order to get to the next level. Some stuff you're going to have to heal from. Some stuff you're going to have to go through. Some stuff you're going to be blessed with. But all things are going to work together for the good, because that's what God gave you. You have to trust and believe that if you're going in the right direction or if you're trying to go in the right direction and you're putting forth your best effort and there's no malice and there's no jealousy, there's no envy, there's no pride, there's no boastfulness. You're just trying to do the best that you can for you, your family, and, and by the grace of God to give him glory, you're going to go in the right direction. But you have to have the faith that you can get there. And each day that I've been trying to navigate through this, I, I'm like... There's things obviously I could like worry about. I think parents have a natural worry of their kids' safety or natural worry about, all right, am I doing the right thing, making sure I'm raising the right way? But in the same breath, I also want to enjoy this time. There was a time where I never thought I'd be a father. There was a time where I didn't think I was going to be married. <laughs> I... um I prayed on that. I had to pray on it because it was something that I really wanted. And I said, God, if it's meant for you to have it, it's cool. But if it's not, I'm still going to trust you anyway. And I feel like when I gave that control up, that's when things really started to fall into place. It gave me a better understanding of where I needed to be. And I I was able to live and not worry about, well, what if this or what if that? Like I was able to walk in the right direction. And it just so happened that God wanted me to be a father. And God wanted me to be in this position. And I'm thankful for that. And for some people, y'all might be trying and maybe it hasn't happened, but it's not so much that maybe it's not meant to happen. Maybe it's just not time yet. There's time for everything and, and God will provide that. We just have to trust it. But I also know that it can be difficult in those pro in the waiting season. And you're trying to figure out, well, what am I supposed to do? Live, go live your life, go chase after the things that have been put into your heart. 
Go help others. Be a vessel. <laughs> be an inspiration. Motivate others. Help others that are, that you know are making the same mistakes you did and help them to get better. You know? Like, there's there's something for everybody out here. We really don't have to be in competition. There's literally something for everybody, but I think, you know, the world will tell you different. The world will tell you, you got to fight each other. You got to step over each other. If you really want to be successful, you have to have X, Y, Z and be above and do all these different things. And you don't. You really don't. You could literally trust God in every situation and he will deliver you to exactly where you need to be. And he'll put you in a position to be successful. I don't want to be at beef with with somebody that looks like me. You know what I'm saying? I want us to all grow. I want us to all be successful. So you can go through your area of life and influence those people. And I can go in my area of life and influence those people. And if we just so happen to come together and it's meant for us to grow into something bigger, we can do that because there's no hate. There's no envy. There's no jealousy. It's all love and it's all support. That's how it should be. But this world will tell you different, which makes me think if the world is trying to get you to do things contrary to popular belief and they're saying, hey, you got to go this way and you got to do this in order to be successful, but you know there's a better way, well, which, what side are you choosing? And are you going to stop yourself? Are you going to keep putting yourself in worry? You know, worry only increases the risk of you missing out on everything that's meant for you. Doubt will cancel that out completely. Self-hatred, like talking down to yourself, there's no way to grow in that. So you got to be positive. You got to find at least something to to, to put yourself grow in, you know? You got to find something that's going to allow you to to stand strong. You got to you got to put yourself in a position each and every day of like, look, I may not have it all, but I got something and with what I do have, I'm going to try to do the best that I have. It's like with this podcast, like I used to look at other people and think, I need the good camera, I need the studio, I need the uh, professional microphones, I need the soundboards, the mixers, and all this stuff. All I have is a ring light, an iPhone, an iPhone stand, a $30 microphone, and Spotify for podcasters to be able to get my voice out there. (laughs) And yet, I've been able to give you 60-plus episodes. Now, imagine if I was still waiting. You wouldn't even know I exist. (laughs) There would be no overthinking thoughts or maybe there would be just be somebody else doing it. And then I would be upset because I would feel like I wasn't doing it. And I felt that window starting to close. And I was like, you just have to put it out there. And here we are. I learned that lesson a long time ago from uh, this guy named Sean. He was so dope. Like he was a great mentor and just a good person, good man of faith, great family man. And I remember we were talking one day because we were talking about grad school. This was like way back, like way, way back. But I ain't going to tell you how long it was because you know, I'm getting old. But I remember I was like, I don't feel like I have all the tools yet. And I got to get this and I got to get that. And I don't have this. And he was just like, no, man, just start. Because if it's meant for you to be there, God will provide everything else. And that's how it happened. You know, and I, I really believe that. I believe that if you just start with where you are, the things that you need will be provided. The things that are going to help you be successful will be given to you. The tools necessary to build what it is that you're supposed to build will be granted to you when the time is right. Because you don't want to prematurely do this thing and uh, building something that's janky. We don't want that. We want a strong, positive outlook. We want something that's going to be great. So we got to do it the right way. Can't skip steps. Just can't. Um. But yeah, I think overall, like for us, 
we got to continue to live every single day. There's people that have everything that you want, but they wish they could switch with you right now because you're in a better stage of life than they are. They might be nearing the end. And maybe they have regrets on things that they wish they could have done or they should have done. Or maybe they never forgave themselves and maybe they let worry and anxiety overcome. Don't be that person that allows anxiety to win. Don't be that person that allows worry to dictate how you move and how you act. You just got to face it and put on that full armor, that Ephesian armor. You know what I'm saying? You got to put that on every single day. Understanding that the world don't want to see you shine, but God does. The world will give you temporary, I guess, temporary awards, but God is the biggest reward. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where we want to go after. That's what we want to chase. And the more we do that and the more that we try every single day to be the best version of ourselves, the better off we're going to be. So my task for you this week and really for the remainder of this year is to start living. Live your life to the fullest. Spend time with loved ones. Chase after dreams. Go after what it is that you feel like, maybe I'm not good enough. No, get that doubt out of your mind and go for it. Start now. Because in a year from now, God blesses it. Just see how far you'll go. And don't worry about the distractions around you. And don't worry about what other people are saying. Because if it's meant for you, it's gonna, it's going to thrive. It's going to flourish. That's just how it operates. And so we got to make sure that each day that we get, we're taking advantage of it in the right way. It's a gift from God that you get every single day. And if you're able to open your eyes, that is a new gift to unwrap, new opportunities, new new positions, new growth, new relationships, new people. All these things that are meant for you will be there. Just don't give up on yourself. Don't be anxious about anything. And don't worry when the one who is giving it to you has it all planned out. So trust and believe. And also know this, like every time, I believe in you. Now go believe in yourself, all right? See how we think of thoughts, pod. I'm Ed. We out. These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some meals, but I'm still here. I got these thoughts up in my head I toss and turn about some things I never said I got regrets about some things I never did I took some risks and took some L's But I'm still here, I'm still here. And I know And I know and